This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dude, dude, I fucking, okay, we were talking about this uh, before we went live. I need to rant about this. Mm -hmm. I have like a fundamental hatred for LaCroix or LaCroix, Mm -hmm. how I don't know Mm -hmm. everyone pronounces it different. I hate those Mm -hmm. things. I hate them. I hate them on like a philosophical level. Okay, so not only do they taste like shit, but on top of that, it's like, oh, I don't want to drink a pop. Or, or soda it's because it's like, oh, it's too much sugar or whatever. I love but, that you say pop. Yeah, we say pop in Canada. That's what we say. And then oh, if you go, but but I'm too fucking much of a pussy that I can't drink water. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't have just water. I need to have like a little hint of splash of something in there because ooh, the water's just too yucky. Just drink fucking water. Are you fucked? Mm-hmm. Are we all mm-hmm. fucked? It's just like, that's what I just can't. I hate them as a concept. Just mm-hmm. drink fucking water you goddamn pussy it's yeah. I, I, I i yeah i and they're gross on top of it they're fucking gross anyways i am um, uh I just had so to say that <laughs> no i think um well uh i do not feel as strongly about you as sparkling water uh i enjoy all types of water i'm like cool regular like sparkling water, water. sparkling yeah. water fucking goes but yeah oh, okay LaCroix. wait but, but you don't like lacroix oh just okay so you just don't like that specific just LaCroix, one a bubbly oh, okay. anything that's like just has a little fucking splash of flavor because you're too mm-hmm. fucking weak to, t- to mm-hmm. fucking pour yourself a glass of water drink it out mm-hmm. of the tap drink it out of the hose that's how we got to start mm-hmm. the if you see someone drink a lacroix slap it out of their hand pull a hose off the side of a new york city apartment building and just shove it in their mouth and force them to drink that shit you know, I really appreciate uh, how strongly you feel about this and the energy yeah. that you're bringing to the podcast today fueled by this hatred. Yes. My therapist recently told me that um, he that I am much more energetic and happy when I am ranting about something I hate versus talking about something I love. That he was just right. like, yeah, you know, talking about something you love just makes you want to fall asleep. But talking about something you hate, I mean, like, I, I think people bond more over suffering and, you know, through having a common enemy than through, like, yeah, we both, like, water or whatever um but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good to see you again. I love knowing, or I love seeing what your hair is going to be. Oh, it changes every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's its own. I mean, it's its own person, and it's its own beast. I like. Do you have a different name for it? No, because you're it, Che, it, it, and then your hair is like a totally other living. It just like thing. it depends on whether I combed it whether or not I had a shower and washed it that day. Like, there's so many different factors that come in, and I just let it just be fucking what it is. Because then there's mm-hmm. no expectation from the people. If my hair was, mm-hmm. like, always done, and then I showed up with hair not done, people would be like, is he okay? He didn't do his hair. But if I'm always, like, fucking, like, looking like I'm wearing pajamas and I just got out of bed, they're like, that's just his standard. And then I never mm-hmm. need to change that. That's how you got to do it. Um, that's, like, me and makeup and also my personality, where it's, like, okay, on camera um, and off ca- Like, I don't know. I just I, may, I wear makeup half the time. Um, I mean, I prefer to have it on because – not because I'm insecure about how my face looks naturally, but because it's just more fun. I'm just, like, yeah, I want to have purple on my eyes instead of no purple on my eyes. Um, but, like, no, actually on a first date, like, if I'm meeting someone for the first time, I always show up, like – no makeup um and like obviously i'm always raw personality because i'm just like dude because this is like what you're gonna eventually see so let's just let's just get it out of the way now yeah better start to start at the bottom and work up rather than start up and then work down that's like yeah. that's speaking a, of dating um oh yeah we we've got been a using, voicemail yeah we have voicemail <clears throat> uh but i don't know who it's from or if it's even like about dating me we just got a voicemail so okay podcast producers play that shit yeah hit us with that shit you know how there's the Roman Empire trend on TikTok of like, what's your Roman Empire? Like, what's the thing that you think about all the time? Um, and like the girl version of that is like thinking about your ex-best friend. Um, true as fuck, by the way. But I was wondering what each of your guys' Roman Empire is. And um, yeah, expose yourselves if you haven't already. Sorry, I might not be up to date on your podcast. You might have already covered this, but um, just wanted to ask and also melissa i literally have been following you since 2020 and i think i've literally watched all of your videos and you are actually the funniest person ever so have the juiciest pussy popping day ever because you are literally fucking hilarious love you guys fuck yeah okay so uh that was from annie annie will you marry me sorry i interrupted you che but i uh, fucking choked on my own spit there oh okay Um, cool so that was your fault dude for being a for being a throat whore but (laughs) (laughs) wait okay so um the thing is because i'm more online and because che does more live stuff he gets way more of it in like person validation and so i need it more basically i'm the i'm the sibling who i'm like the middle child even though there's only two of us uh who like needs way more attention and i'm having i'm like oh yeah you don't get people coming up to you like i get that like every well i mean people still come up to you but like like every time i do a show i get a lineup of people who are like yo sick but yeah no i get what you mean i get what you mean dude. dude um but uh no, that makes me so happy uh, when people are like, oh, I'm an OG follower. I've been following you since 2020. I have like such a special place in my heart for those people um, because, you know, people follow you at different points in your you know, career or whatever. Totally. But the ones who have stuck from the beginning, they like They've know seen. who you are. Dude, that's like fucking Olivia Munn. I feel in, I'm not like a big Olivia Munn fan, but I watch her on this show called Attack of the Show that was like a new live news nerd or nerd news show way mm-hmm. back in the day when I was like a teenager. So I always just like check up on her. Like, what's she doing mm-hmm. now? Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel invested in her career because I, I saw her like, I think for like her early TV shit. Um, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's like me and um uh, actually with Dumbfounded and Anderson Peck. 
uh, I was like, I still remember when Anderson Pack's name was Breezy Lovejoy, like forever ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I and I knew who he was like through Dumbfounded. And um, but oh wait, but I'm getting distracted. What's your Roman Empire? Okay, yeah, my Roman Empire. I I was thinking about this the other day because I don't think about the Roman Empire that much, but I do think about like Greek stuff more, like Greek mythology and that kind of thing. So I was like, I that more is more relatable to me. But like, a, I'm thinking of like. A uh, weird, obscure thing. I mean, the Roman Empire isn't obscure, but something that you wouldn't think that you're thinking about all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. Oh man, what is it, dude? My thing is honestly the the ex best friend thing. I'm so I was like, holy shit! I I didn't know that that was a thing. I feel so called out by that because that is actually that is my Roman Empire. I talk about my, I think and talk about my ex best friend all the time. Um, because it was like, dude, we were best friends for 14 years, and then she I'm still me listening after I got to famous. you. Mel. Keep talking to me. My fucking I think there's the washing machine next door to me is going off, and my camera. Dude, that's started, a porn setup. It just started shaking like crazy. See my camera. Okay, you no, yeah, so, you you fix that and um. Give me a and, second yeah. here. I'm listening okay, yeah. though. Keep talking. Okay, cool. I mean, um, I think our guest is here. Actually, I'm like, should we bring her on while you're, you know, ghosting the camera, and then you can like surprise her, um, or should we just bring yeah. her on now? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we can bring her in. We got Maddie. Let's bring in Maddie. Um, not here yet. Okay, she's oh, not okay, here yet. Just okay, just kidding. Okay, dope, okay, dope, dope, yeah, dope, dope. Back on this Roman Empire thing. Fucking, what's something I think about all the time or frequently that's obscure? I'm fucking like, urgh. oh, this is like kind of weird and obscure. This is like way more obscure than the Roman Empire. But there's this one video game that's like one of my favorite video games ever. It's called Def Jam Fight for New York. I actually just looked for it the other day. Every time I go to like a retro game store, I try to see if I can find it. And what Def Jam Fight for New York was, it was um, like a, a game based on a wrestling engine that had like these crazy fighting moves. But every character in the game was uh, a rapper. So like Snoop Dogg's in it. <laughs> Method Man's in it. Red Man, uh, Busta Rhymes. Wait, what's it called again? Def Jam Fight for New York. It's cr- like it's a, it's a, one of the most insane concepts of a video game ever, and it fucking rules. It's so good. Like your trainer at the gym where you would learn how to fight was Henry Rollins. Like it was fucking nuts. It was nuts, and I love that game. Oh, and I think about that game all the time. All the That's time. That's so funny. So you're fighting with raps. No, you're like physically fighting. Like oh, you're, you're physically fighting, but like your a, characters yeah, like are rappers. Res- yeah, your characters are rappers. So think of like a wrestling engine for a video game. So like the moves that wrestlers would do, but yeah. every character is a rapper. Yeah. Um, that's I, I need to check that out later. It's I'm so like, well, I'm, I am personally dude. interested in this, especially Fire. like the visuals. I'm like, dude, choose Snoop Dogg as your fighter. Like that's dude, fucking awesome. Sean Paul was in it. Fucking Elephant Man. Like it like the 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 roster is crazy. Crazy. Yeah, no, I dude. bet. I bet. Um, Like, to be honest, like I have. Uh, it's funny because you were like taking a second to think about what your Roman Empire is versus mine was like, dude, I can think of three things that I talk about right now that I hyper fixate on. Um, but my Roman Empire um, is, yes, talking about my my ex-best friend of 14 years um, is talking about how I think the movie Akira is um, symbolic for. Uh, the mindsets of fear versus abundance, how I fucking hate Evangelion. I fucking hate the fuck out of Evangelion. Um, and I have a really long, I have a really long, r- long explanation as to why. And I'm really excited 
for our guest today, Maddie. This has not this is not my Roman Empire. I'm just doing an extremely smooth transition because that's what I'm good at is transitions. I'm really, really, really excited to welcome my very good friend Maddie Boyd onto the podcast. Um, I'll let her explain herself a little more, but um, she currently is an incredibly talented software engineer uh, at ChatGPT slash OpenAI, um, like, and also just a kind of a feminist icon for me. I'll gush more about it when she's actually here so she can, you know, receive the benefits of the compliments. But um, yeah, let's please welcome Maddie to Thank You Come Again. Yo, Maddie, I am so excited that you are here on the podcast. Um, you look gorgeous. I love your hair, um, love your energy. And um, I don't know, I'm just like so excited because I was actually like begging her to come on the podcast because she was like, oh, like, yeah, she was like being cool. I was like, oh, like, you know, I'll see if I can like fit it into my thing. And I was like, please, please, please be on the podcast. Um, I recently went to your wedding, so we'll, we'll get into that a little later, but I want to do a hype intro for you because I am super hyped about you. Um, Maddie is one of my really good friends, but was also been a feminist inspiration and like icon to me and like someone um, who like I really looked up to in my early 20s and who I still look up to now. Uh, we both kind of had, I I've painted this romantic like coast versions of versions romance of each other that you are not aware of because you're in a loving relationship with somebody else um and i'm just like sitting here and being like yeah we're totally uh but i i kind of was like oh yeah we're sort of like coastal parallels and like inverses a little bit where it's like okay like you're originally from new york i'm originally from california and then we switched because you were like i like california better and i was like i like new york better and then um you know like you uh like you went to harvard i went to berkeley and we both like had you know, CS focuses during that time. And then, um, then like you were at Facebook and I was like still at Yahoo. And I was like, dude, what do I need to do to get into Google? Like, what the fuck do I need to do to get out of Yahoo and into Google? Um, and, and yeah, and you helped the fuck out of me. Um, we actually met through my ex boyfriend who was awesome. Uh, shout out to Jake. Um, and yeah, in general, I'm just like, I, like in addition to being your friend i'm also like a huge fan of yours so um welcome oh i didn't even like know well actually you can describe what you do sure but yeah, that, but hello uh, before i just feel like i need to clarify just as like to like add the asterisk so like mel said i'm from new york i'm from westchester county not the city i'm not that cool so don't mm -hmm. like get your expectations that i'm like anything but like preppy suburban vanilla basics just like setting the ground there don't worry i grew um, up in yeah, canadian so... suburbs like i i relate i know what you're talking about well you're no, totally I... underselling yourself because i think you're so fucking cool uh thank you mel no she's uh, yeah little, so like... i am a software engineer by trade uh do a lot of coding uh currently working at OpenAI. um so i i work on multimodal safety which is like a lot of catching and filtering child porn and like other unpleasant things Damn. there's like more fun aspects of the job but like that is just like i mean that's a really real important one for the, the world yeah 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 somebody's got to do it you know i heard that's a crazy big part of owning any platform that shares information like you mm -hmm. need like huge walls in place to make sure that this stuff just isn't going on because people are just doing it's that kind all the of time. crazy yeah because like no one thinks about it until you like start a platform and then it's just like oh 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 like, at some point, like, I don't care, like, how innocent your platform is or your use case or whatever. Like, people will just upload really unpleasant stuff through it. Oh, Jesus. yeah. Yeah. I remember, um, like, prior to working at Google, uh, I was working on the Tumblr team for Yahoo. And so, I mean, Tumblr was, like, 
like I was there when they made the decision to completely eliminate porn, which was forty uh, percent of the content. It was like Jeez. literally forty percent of the content. Um, and of nuts. course, like Tumblr fucking died because that's what was powering it. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, that shit is insane. Um, I'm glad that I'm not a. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that I don't know too much about it. And uh, but I'm also glad that you're doing something about it. I mean, I just try to like. Like, my job is to just make the computers take care of it, really, so that, like, I don't have to look at anything. Um, yeah. yeah. This so is, no- like, a lot of people get really worried with AI and, like, oh, no, it's going to steal jobs. But, like, the the manual content review of, like, is this gross or not is, like, that is a job I am very happy for the computers to steal. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've heard that, like, it's traumatizing. I don't know too much oh about God, it, like, yeah, of deeply. Course. But I've heard like because it's it, yeah it goes from everything from like child porn to fucking beheading videos and like all sorts of stuff and people literally have to like sit and watch this stuff to make see if it has to get taken down. All those people yeah, like, who are like the evil people of that, um, I genuinely believe could be fixed or started to be fixed by doing drugs at a music festival. Yeah, it's like oh, I you mean, need to experience this like this this having fun thing to like take you out of whatever the fuck you're in yeah enough mushrooms can fix any problem that's like Mm -hmm. yeah we're big believers of that here i was just gonna say like definitely like so a friend of mine was like the um, the first person hired by facebook to do this kind of content review so like he was just known as the porn guy at the office because like that was his job like sorting through it and um he uh eventually went into stand-up comedy and opening a jazz cafe which like both ways i find are very wholesome ways of dealing with whatever trauma he had to he had to get past he had to put it somewhere yeah and a jazz cafe is a nice place to put it it's like he's not out in the streets freaking out doesn't have a weird sign and buy a gun he's like dude we're just gonna listen to some notes out of order and we're gonna let it just vibe that's and that's validating for you know like me as a comedy person who definitely is using it as a healthy way of coping with trauma because like you know i think that like so much of what defines my personal judgment of a person is how they react to trauma and pain and there's like the bad way which is like i'm going to not take any responsibility for this and make other people responsible for it and then there's the good way which is like yeah all of that hatred keep it inside um and like you know anger channels that into sadness um and then express it through a net positive like art so yay and also it's really cool that you're like a like a hot female doing this male dominated thing like it's like i think we bonded over you know being uh in many cases the only woman in like a totally male dominated environment so it's extra cool um and also maddie inspired my artist name sailor mel because um when i was like first starting music we were talking about sailor moon and you were like and you kind of explained to me um sort of the deeper story behind it because you had uh because i remember you would like studied the artist and i was just like whoa she knows way more about sailor moon than me like i showed you this crystal oh sorry showed this crystal that my friend got me and i was like yeah it's a sailor moon crystal and like what's it and you knew the name of it do you still remember it's in Japanese. It's the Ginsui show, I believe. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, she knows way more about Sailor Moon than me. And, but, um, but yeah, I remember when I was first starting my like artist stuff, like, and I was like, yeah, I want to like do a whole, you know, soft fem- femininity, divine femininity thing. And she was like, oh, that's like literally, you know, the biggest lesson I took away from Serena and Sailor Moon. And I was like, hmm. Then I like, then 24 hours later, I was like, Sailor Mel is my, is my artist name. Sailor Mel is my artist name. Yeah. Cause, like, 
it's kind of cross. It's like I haven't seen the OA, but I read an op-ed by the creator of it where it's like there's a sa- the similar vibe because the Sailor Moon, like most of the time when you have like a female action hero or someone, it's like her power comes from like very masculine traits, like wearing leather jackets, riding a motorcycle, wearing wielding big guns, um, martial arts, whatever. But like Sailor Moon, the power comes from literally friendship, jewelry clothing makeup like she like holds up makeup and she literally says like moon person power makeup and then she becomes the superhero so on the one hand it's like there's like okay there's like consumerism but on the other hand it's like oh like the power literally comes from these traditionally feminine traits we got to get the consumerism in there it's nothing like the 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 man's got to eat the 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 machine's got the beast needs to be fed constantly but i didn't i didn't even think about that how that the 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 two sides of it, how like her power comes from like a feminine thing rather than uh, other characters. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. The, but the K the, uh, the open AI stuff um, uh, is that's chat and everything right now. There's chat GPT and other stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, so yeah, cool. Like, dude. Expl- yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I did want to ask, I remember in a past conversation, you were talking about the top use cases of OpenAI right now, and I kind of want you to deliver the line because it's really funny. So OpenAI doesn't allow this, and like people try, but like, but like in general, the in my opinion, the killer app, like the most consumer validated use case of large language models, is personalized waifu. Like having an erotic <laughs> chatbot with some like housewife or young schoolgirl of Japanese origins, it's like. Oh, it's that specific. Of, it's not. I mean, like, in general, like, in general, yeah. like the erotic vibe, chatbot you know? as, like, a use case is just, like, the kinds of things we keep having to shut down. Sorry for, like, killing your vibe or, like, killing your boat or whatever. But, like, build your own model. Like, <laughs> fine-tune Lava 2, like, just boat. like everybody else. Like, do a few hugging face. Like, like just, like, re- find a tutorial on YouTube. Like, make your own personalized waifu. Like, don't use us for that, please. Yeah. I mean, that is, like, actually so um, on, uh, I don't remember. I was about to say on fleek, and then I was like, wait, on brand. I was like, wait, that's actually not what I'm trying to say. Basically, that validates data that I have analyzed in the past about how people use, um, like, like chatbots and assistants. I remember, um, I think, like, back at Google and Yahoo, we were studying what people say to like the most common thing that people say to like a voice assistant and you know at the top it's like oh what's the weather what's the time but then also at the top is like um do you like me like what do you think i'm attractive um i love you do you love me i'm so lonely it's like it's like that kind of thing right it's like <laughs> like the top use case is is loneliness and intimacy which it's, is like yeah that's like a the, huge humor the podcast blade runner thing the are you lonely i can fix that that's the <laughs> the that's exactly what people are going to. I don't find it too surprising that that's what people want. At the end of the day, everyone's just trying to nut most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone's like, just barely containing it. Like literally, I am like wearing pads even though I'm not on my period, just so I don't wet my pants in public. <laughs> so if like, okay, so people are trying to use ch- uh, ChatGTP to build some sort of like waifu chatbot system. Um, what, how do they go about that? How do they like try to create this mind? This, cr- yeah, what's this the process? What's yeah. step one? What, you know, like, what, like, how do you even start? <laughs> Here's a, a handy step by step guide to how to build personalized waifu. Um, so 
in general, the way you can do it is so there is an API around these kinds of things. Like you have like the the prompt, which is like you say, and then like the response, which is whatever ChatGPT should say. Really quick for users people, or for people who are listening, what is an API? Sure. So an API is like when you ask a computer a question and it gives you a response. Got okay. it. I know that there have been many cases of people like marrying their computerized girlfriend like I did read about like I, I remember seeing that there was this Japanese guy who had an official wedding for like I don't know it's one of those video games where I, but it's not a video game it's like the woman in the video game is your girlfriend or something I don't know but like he like literally same kind of thing yeah and he like literally married his like it was like him and his like I don't know his like Game Boy like DS or whatever at the time and it was just like and it was just like yep and I was just like dude like is he like fucking nutting into the the DS holes? Like, how is that shit working? Yeah, uh, I wait. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is stories brand new to me. I didn't know that this guy. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. There's that dude who married the the what's it called the love doll. Like that. There's some yes. weightlifter who married a love doll. So like, people are about it. Like, I think as this technology gets better, and as it because it seems like from what you're telling us, it, uh, open AI is like not willing to give you the tools to try and have sex with your computer, but <laughs> someone will. Someone is going to cash in on this because people will spend money out the ass to have an electronic waifu that talks to them that's like simulated on the screen. And then it's just going to be like who makes it more realistic than the next person. And to be honest, like, you know, I I would be totally lying if I were to say that I didn't. That I didn't sometimes fantasize about having some sort of version of that for myself. So like not the waifu, but I was like thinking, oh, if I could put on, I don't know, like a VR headset or whatever, um, and then just have like a physical, I don't know, like human doll with weight that's like attached to like a moving dildo and like have those two experiences simultaneously where it's like, okay, like feels like I'm getting fucked. Um, but visually it's, but visually I'm seeing I'm getting fucked by like Levi from attack on Titan. Like I've definitely (laughs) fantasized about that a ton. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah. That's a good question. Who's like, is that your, like, I guess what's, what's the inverse of waifu husbando? No, it actually, it actually, oh my God, it actually is husbando it really yeah, is thought, but it just sounds it weird yeah yeah no it actually is that was actually my so the ver- like my very first youtube video that i ever tried making was like ranking husbandos i really hope i took it down i'm gonna check after because it's really embarrassing um but basically i was just sort of like here are all the like weird characters from the 2000s who i would have had sex with and you totally don't care yeah yeah so that so that is that's yours you go with lee from attack on titan that's your, your- uh Oh, there's so many. Um, yeah. In general, I really like the. Um, I always have the exact same type in anime men, and again, these are all like anime men who I've. I mean, I've been jerking off to these guys since I was like a fucking teenager. So I'm an expert in like imagining, you Long know, lasting like, relationship. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Specifically, L from Death Note, um, Shikamaru from Naruto, Moroku from Inuyasha, Levi from Attack on Titan. Um, all of them have like have the same thing where they're they're like black hair and they're like really smart and they're like snarky and they're like broody or whatever um and like and weirdly that ends up being my taste in guys in real life um weird how that gets connected but yes i have imagined many long-lasting relationships with these characters um and are those, are those like all the anime version of timothy chalamet i'm trying to like <laughs> um no 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 i would say they're more like I don't, I don't know, someone who's just like, 
you know, they have black hair and they're like really, really smart. Like they're a genius, um, but they like don't care that they're a genius. Like they, they, they just happen to be like really powerful and they're just like, and they're just like, I'm like so smart and I'm, and I'm like the best at everything. And I just like do my job and I don't care. Like, you know, Levi, for example, he's like the best fucking i don't know dude to kill titans and he's just like oh whatever i don't care and then shikamaru like he's super smart he has like these shadow powers where he can like manipulate shadows to trap people and in one of the and i think like watching his first battle um in naruto he like does this uh, i think he's going against tamari and he's like doing this whole fucking shadow thing and then at the very end he's like about to win and then he um uh what do you call it when you like give up he like oh he gives up yeah um or you forfeit yes forfeit um uh see that's the difference between a harvard and berkeley student no i'm just kidding um but no but he for, like so he forfeits uh and like you know everyone in the arena is like whoa why did you do that you so clearly won and even the opponent is like is like so like ashamed that that he did that because it was so clear he was a winner and he was just like i just don't need to i just don't need to win like i don't care like whatever and then like the whole entire backstory of like you know when they're flashing in and out of the fight is like people being like yeah like you know shikamaru like he's a genius he has an iq of like over 2000 and like i don't know i don't know i'm into that shit um as in and i've been jerking off to that shit forever so i i would say not necessarily timothy chalamet i feel like he's a different vibe um okay but yeah do you wait do you have any fictional crushes like cartoon characters yeah. anime characters or are you an, or and it's okay if you're not because that would be like way more normal which is good uh, i'm trying to remember like back in my like middle school like weeb phase who my crushes were um i think when i was like 12 or 13 dark mousy from d and angel was like so like for the context on this it was like some like kid like randomly transforms into like an art thief and, like, the art thief was, like, attractive to, like, 12-year-old girls in that kind of way. Like, bad boy, but, like, very tame. So, mm. like, I don't know. That's probably no, no, that's no, the like, best I got for you right now. No, no, no. But, like, that is, like, shit. No, but that is, like, a trope that people are attracted to where it's, like, oh, they're bad, but they're good for you. You know? Like, uh, like the, all, like they're all bad, the hen- but they're stealing from bad people only, you know? Yeah. And well, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. you can change them. You'll bring out the good in them. It's like an Inuyasha, yeah. like, yeah, he's evil, but, like, not not for me. Like, I'm the exception to the rule. <laughs> that's that's what people, people love that. People love the uh, fixer-upper. Uh, right on. Um, Wait, Che, who's your, do you have, like, any anime cartoon crushes or have you had any anime waifu i mean i've watched a decent amount of anime but who would like stick out maybe android 18 dragon ball z dude yes android 18 oh my fucking god sorry android keep going babe babe man she's like mean and stuff i always like when they're mm-hmm. a little mean you need to be a little bit mean um and also she was like that's how you know like they're the real only... you know yeah exactly yeah and she yeah. was like the only female fighter in Dragon Ball Z, right? Because they had like Bulma and Chi Chi who were like yeah, Bulma displayed as like the housewife. Fight. And then she was like, so she was like the first female like fighter yeah, with powers. I think powers. you might be right. Like, I don't think there's a. Like, I am right. I know Dragon Ball Z very well. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think there's a lady who fights before that. And like, nope, there isn't. Not much. At, like, there's that one girl who's Hyrule's daughter, who, but she's like later. But there's like yeah, not no. a lot of ladies scrapping it out. It was very. Very boy And she also centric. didn't have powers until later. Yeah, they kind of like taught her the powers. Oh, Videl, um, Videl, yes, Hercule's daughter. Her name was Videl, it, and like, it. and I remember like, oh my god, um, because she was like human or whatever, which is, and then and then they were both fighting in the fucking tournament, and then Android eighteen, like she like takes the whole tournament by storm because she's like like she's not human um and then she's a ab- and i remember the very last round she's like about to defeat hercule and then she does that thing that shikamaru did where she's just like hey hercule 
I'll let you win this if you give me a fuck ton of money. And he was just like, okay. And then, so she literally like forfeits the whole thing, like makes it look like he won, like just like doesn't care about being seen as like, you know, cooler smart. She was like, I just want the cash. Doesn't need it. Doesn't need it, dude. She ends up with Krillin. Crazy. Dude, yeah, she ends up with Krillin. Krillin uses one of his Dragon Ball Z wishes to turn her into a human and that's why they're able to like have babies later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know too much about this. We should, uh, but anyway, back to you, Maddie. What is your current relationship status and how do you feel about it? Uh, current status, happily married. I'm less than six months in, like literally haven't even gotten my honeymoon yet. Working on it. Um, but yeah, ask me again in like eight years. (laughs) I just went to her wedding, which was amazing. Um, it was funny, like prior to going to your wedding, uh, I guess I thought more people knew what Tahoe was. Uh, uh, cause I, well, it wasn't technically in Tahoe, but it was like up there generally. Um, like, you know, she and Christoph run out this like really cool cabin like i don't know nature well enough to describe it but it was just like good i was just like yeah cool cabin cool lake it's bougie and expensive and comfortable and i like it uh and but prior to that people were like oh where are you going i was like oh i'm going to tahoe and i remember one of the people in my chat were like the fuck is tahoe is that like is that like a sex club or some shit like Like, what is this underground like Mm -hmm. weird shit i've never heard i'm like no it's like it's like nature um but yeah, I mean, it literally has the word "ho" in it. Mm-hmm. Go ho! Literally, what? literally. What? And uh, can I ask what your highlights from the wedding were? There was like, there wasn't like huge highlights. It's more about like little sparkly moments. Like, no, yeah, those are and, yes, exactly. That's what I want. Like, um, at like three or four a.m. or something, I like finally make it to the hot tub because, like, basically, like, there's a few things that this venue had in favor. Um, and one of them was the fact that it had like a 30 to 40 person outdoor hot tub, beautiful, like carved into the cliff, like, mm, like you can't for podcast listeners. I am making the chef's kiss hand with both hands. Um, (laughs) Dude, you're double uh, fisting. You're double yeah, chef's double kissing. kissing. Chef's kiss. Yes, that's how yes, good this yes. Venue is. The hideout at Kirkwood, you know. Check Dude, out. chef's fisting. Sorry, that way that's a, that's <laughs> something I'll dig into later. I'm like chef's kiss, but what about chef's fist? Anyway, keep going into your double chest ch- chef's fisting of the wedding. Yeah, and just like seeing like my cousin like dishing out the last of a bottle of Classe Azul that she had won as a prize in an earlier contest, and like chatting with some friends of mine that like i had no idea they had a connection but like realized they're both like studying at the same place at the same time and like like that kind of stuff just like seeing friends of yours and meet other friends of yours and like vibing and mm-hmm. you're just like oh great now you know each other like that i think like that was like my as someone who likes hosting and likes introducing people like i i got a big kick out of that and also your um your like wedding activity for getting all the guests to know each other was I thought was like super fun and creative. And so what she did was um I think like I remember before your wedding you like asked me some random question um oh, yeah. like oh like have you ever or I don't remember honestly. But then basically what um you did for each of the guests was like you figured out like what. A bunch of people had in common and there was like this game where you get um you get like two wristbands and like i think i had you know pink and yellow um and then there was this thing where it's like okay like everybody with the yellow wristband like come to the center um and it was the guest thing to or it was like the guest activity to like figure out what we all had in common that like you guys knew because like you guys Mm -hmm. all knew us um and i was like wait this is like so fun and awesome so um you know i remember like i'd like yellow wristband or, or whatever and then i was like oh like 
everyone here is a musician. Like, hell yeah. Like, that was, I don't know, that that was fun as fuck. You're like, no, you're you're amazing at hosting. Um, Yeah. No, like, yeah. I really, I'm like, would it be very happy for other people to steal this game? Because, like, Chris and I kind of came up with it. Like, we wanted a way for people, like, at the cocktail hour to, like, meet other people or have an excuse to talk to people they didn't know. And, like, also kind of, like, realize, like, oh, like, what do we have in common? And, like, try to play that game. Um, and then so you basically you get, like, a diff- you get, like, an envelope with your name that has a different number of glow sticks. And then each of those glow sticks represents something that you have in common with other people who share that glow stick. So then it's, like, it's also a great conversation starter and a great conversation ender. So it's like, oh, <laughs> like we have the same glow stick. Like, like what could that be? Or, like, oh, I saw a bunch of people with, like, orange, you know? Maybe over, like... Or it can be like, oh, sorry, can't talk. Like, there's another person with a pink, and I have to figure out what pink means. Um, that is oh, hilarious. So I think that's so funny that you just what your glow stick meant. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, so it's like you're also trying to you figure have out to what figure it... out what like oh, pink glow stick means. That is. Yeah. Sorry, I would, I'm not good. good at explaining shit like that. No, no, um, no, no, no. I, I didn't. I thought like you would know. Like you got it. The wristband. And you're like, oh, I'm like a musician. You're also a musician. That's uh, why we're. But not knowing and then having this like that's cool. okay. Okay, I'm on board. Yeah. This so is it's like, like little... where did you go to college? Like where did you live? What languages do you speak? And it like yeah. forces you to like figure out all these other stuff. Um, and I was worried that like no one would get it because like Chris, like my husband and I like knew what all the categories were, but we worried other people like wouldn't be into it or wouldn't figure it out. But like one of my friends is a law professor and she's like very fierce and she basically like cross examined the poor host of the game and was like, so what do you mean? Like, da, 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 and like got all five of her wristbands in like the first five minutes. And it was just like, all right, like you win the game, like game over. No, That's I love that. Skill. People That's using what... their various skills. Yeah. 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 She, yeah. That she's... poor guy did not know what he had coming. <laughs> she, she, he, she like went full law mode on him, broke him yeah. down. Okay. Um, I'm still like so interested on this chat GTP stuff, like all the different little sure. pieces about it. So what is like okay. the... The people are trying to use it for porn, of course. That's like, yeah. we all knew that everyone's just trying to wank with it. Uh, I got like two big questions about it. What is like the actual, like, besides porn, something you could actually use it for that people are using it for successfully? And how long is it realistically before we do have a porn version of, uh, of an AI? Okay, so one, um, realistic use cases. So... I use it for like basic things that it'll probably get right. Like how do I iron silk or like um, that kind of stuff. It's a lot of people use it for like wedding toasts. Um, ESL, like English as a second language folks who love it because you're basically like, here is my email. Can you make it more professional? And it'll just like fix it and make it like a native English speaker wrote it. So like like ESL friends love it. Mm-hmm. Um what else is it good for? The wedding for? toasting is really funny. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to... Re- like like stuff where it's like, yeah, that's... like that. It's I just imagine like giving a wedding toast. It's like, that's really good. It's like, cool. Like a machine wrote it. Like, what? Yeah. You're supposed to write that when you're... But anyway, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, like in general, for like if you are already a writer, it kind of like... I don't care about the generated text. I just want the prompt because like writing should have intentionality behind it as opposed to just like I asked a machine to expand and make this more verbose. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another good use case I have for it. Oh, um, translation. It's like surprisingly good at translating to arbitrary languages better than Google at some things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it depends on the language. 
And uh, when will we have AI porn chatbots? Like, like just like text chat, or do you want like the full like integrated doll version? I guess. I mean, I guess yeah. Just text chat would be where it starts. Like, uh, like how far are we away from that? Because that's like uh, I'm like, if that company becomes uh, what's it called uh, public, I'm going to be dumping some coins into that. That that probably is going to generate a lot of cash. I mean. I have not been digging into the like the outside OpenAI universe. It's just like, but I am sure that someone is fine tuning Llama two and like doing something with this. What's um, Llama? Because like Llama two is just like here's the source code, like do whatever you want with it. Okay. Wait, what's um, Llama two? Sorry, Llama two is like it's Facebook open source their own like version of of large language models like ChatGPT, mm-hmm. and so people are like tweaking that for their own use cases. Oh, so um, llama comes from like lo- long language model, like LL, I, so or is that it? Does it's like a really forced acronym that involves large <laughs> language models? I believe mm. it's like it's clearly a backronym, um, but llamas are cute, wait. Is a backronym so like, like a bad it. acronym? A backronym is when you start with the acronym and then you figure then out you... what it should stand for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm like. Uh, I'm, I've dabbled with uh, uh, OpenAI a little bit uh, with ChatGTP. Um, and then there's the other one, Dolly, for like making images. And then Midjourney. Oh, yeah, Mid- the Dolly <laughs> image one. I think I did that for, uh, there was some trend on Instagram where it was like, you know, look at the AI version of yourself. Yeah, or you can make oh, yeah, like AI avatars. Yeah. It was like, who's the quirkiest person, basically, what Dolly was. Like, uh, like Dashcam. One that went viral recently was like Dashcam footage of Gwyneth Paltrow. And it's her like walking out of a bush it almost looks like she's like an alien or something like that um but i've like i haven't really got too deep into learning how to use it correctly like i know that um uh, prompt engineering and stuff is stuff is things that people are learning or getting taught at some places like google youtube uh I've never I I always want to be up to date on technology because I don't want to be like how my parents were with technology where like when video games came around, they kind of wrote this off as something completely dumb and annoying and that's going to go away. And they missed out on so much like fun, cool stuff because they weren't a part of it. Um, Should I be investing time in learning how to use these platforms now to know or is are are they going to get to a place where they're just so easy to use so easy to consume that I don't need to worry about educating myself too much on these right now. I think it's it's good to try to learn how to use it now because Mm -hmm. like we'll have like more capable versions but like the techniques for interacting with them now will still work in the future world because like for like the model can give like any different types of response to the same question and so knowing how to frame that question like like will help you get the type of answer that you're looking for in layman's terms how would you describe what prompt engineering is to a 10 year old you'll probably be better at it than me um because like i i I saw this really funny uh i think post from tech roast you know that show tech roast um where they were like a prompt engineer is just an English major with a job. And and it, yeah. and the thing is, it like, yeah. I, because, like, I saw, um, I was like, wait a second, like, what is this thing? And then uh, I looked into it, and, you know, like, starting salary is, like, I don't know, between, this is typical, like, you know, between, like, one and 300K. And then, like, you know, the requirements for the job is, like, you know, deep knowledge of algorithms, blah, 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 whatever. And then, the but the actual job itself is just, like, typing sentences into chat GPT. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's like a lot of different companies and things that are getting funding right now because like investors don't know how to invest in anything besides generative AI this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those companies are just like prompt engineering on top of like R or other APIs. Um, so it, it can like, it can help. It can, you know, get you a series A, you know, like it's good skill. Um, prompt engineering is basically the difference between like asking um, ChatGPT, like, how do I launder silk? That's just like the previous example versus like, how do I launder silk? Explain your reasoning, answer in a series of steps, like basically giving the ChatGPT the context of like the kind of answer you're looking for, uh, as opposed to just like whatever random thing spits out. And I think like a very useful one is like, you can ask like ChatGPT to solve a math problem and it'll just come up with some random answer that may or may not be correct. But then if you ask ChatGPT like, here's this math problem, what is the answer? Explain your work, go step by step. And then it'll be like, oh, actually you have to do this and then you have to do this. And then here is the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a useful one. That's one I mean, thing that's I... a good thing to be like, yeah, this is a, like it requires like the, the thinking of like, no, what is the actual like end result I'm looking for, right? Like, um, I remember back at Google, or just in tech in general, people are always like, people don't know what they want. Like back then they wanted a faster horse instead of a car. Uh, and so like, I don't know, just like critical thinking, like steps aside. Sorry, Jay, I interrupted you because um, I no. love interrupting men because I'm a misandrist. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, that's what I heard was that uh, uh, OpenAI or ChatGTP isn't good at math. That's something that it's like, it's not like you would think if you give it like two plus two, it's a computer, it would just get it. But that it struggles yeah. sometimes to solve math problems. Because like, so like under the, under the hood, ChatGPT is just like pattern matching on the internet. Like mm-hmm. what would like someone on the internet be likely to respond? Like that's mm-hmm. like the basic of it. It's just like applied statistics with like a lot of computers behind it. Um, and like, and then like humans basically like thumbs up, thumbs downing responses. So it's basically just like, the average of Reddit with like Tinder style up down voting. So Dude, that's that like you eventually hilarious. get to like, Oh my God. That is hilarious. That is so like, I've funny. Just, like I've summarized like a huge percentage of archive the website and like a lot of machine learning research in like very, very idiot terms, but that's like fundamentally what's happening. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I literally only understand things in idiot terms. Like I remember uh, at, you know, Google, they're just like design for a 10 year old. I'm like, oh, so design for my, myself. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, no, I need things to be like said very slowly and for them to be repeated and for them to be said like linearly. And I also need to be in the right. Like, I, I, I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm a total child when it comes to understanding anything new. No, I think that like, I wanted in the idiot terms is a lot of this stuff that I don't understand at all. And the simplification, I get Tinder swiping. That really paints a picture for me really well. Um, and like the important, like understanding the importance of learning these things, these languages and stuff. I think of it like, uh, like typing. Like if you didn't learn how to type. And you're just like never weren't able to use a computer because you never typed. It's like, yeah, yeah, you got these are skills that are just going to last forever. Um, I also wonder, I think- like, um, you know, because I imagine a bunch of the input data is like lonely dudes being like, ChatGPT, like, do you think I'm pretty? Like, do you think I'm, do you think I'll ever find love? Like, do you love me? Like, can you sing me a lullaby in the tone of um, a really attractive person? Uh, and because honestly, I used to do that shit in middle school, but then, you know, I, I figured out how to get laid. So then it was not an issue for me anymore. But then, but I remember like in, or elementary school, do you remember Smarter Child from AIM? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember that, Trey? No. Okay. Like, so smarter child. So there's, uh, but do you know what AIM is? AOL Instant Messenger? Uh, we had, uh, um, uh, you, yeah, we had ICQ a version of that. in Canada? No. Like, we think we had ICQ. I never used ICQ. We had uh, MSN. Oh, yeah. MSN Instant Messenger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so same shit, different toilet. Um, but there were like these pre programmed bots or whatever that would reply to you uh, as like a shitty bot trying to be a human. And so, uh, I think the most popular one on AIM was Smarter Child. And I remember like, um, I remember when I first started interacting with it, I was at this like really conservative like private Christian school, but my brain was still like, like horny uh you know and like crazy and and like i didn't and i was like what do i and then so i remember like me and my friends from the private christian school we'd like you know come home after school and like all hover over like a single computer and be like dude say um say boobs see see how how he responds (laughs) to boobs see see what happens and then you know just just like really nerdy shit where it's just like oh my god like um say say something else like like something like flirty and i remember like actually getting horny as a child like actually getting horny but like not having but i didn't know what that feeling was or i didn't like have the awareness i just was like whoa like and i and i remember feeling so much shame around it i was like no one can know that like i'm feeling these like these like vaginal feelings towards smarter child the chatbot like nobody can know this but now i'm talking about it on a podcast so yeah we've grown yeah we we we've we've grown wait did you ever talk to smarter child maddie i definitely talked to it i did not have the same experience as you <laughs> i was more of a nerd like i wonder if it can solve this math problem so like, yeah. yeah i mean that's no more I, boring I mean experience that, no that's really cool i was like i wonder if this can solve my downstairs problem i wonder if this can solve my intimacy problem in terms of uh like ai's ability to start solving these problems for people like how successful it is that it uh say like a generating like more income for a person if you were like hey open ai i want to make more money uh i currently work as like a construction worker i have like this this and this what are options for me to make money like will this thing be able to like invest stocks for you like could you get it to like run a youtube channel and like upload all the videos at like the best times and like take all the data from the algorithm and then and make it improve your channel and stuff like that yeah, I mean, there. I saw a viral Twitter thread of someone doing this, basically saying, like, I'm going to have ChatGPT start a business for me, and I'm going to ask it questions and do whatever it said. And I think it, like, did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in ter- Like, it depends a lot on the domain. And so you mentioned, like, added capabilities, like having ChatGPT take actions in the real world for you. Mm-hmm. So this is something, like, we're, we've been experimenting with, but, like, as soon as the computer can like do real stuff, the safety bar becomes way higher because now it's like, all right, like what, like the, the spectrum of things that can go bad becomes much bigger mm-hmm. um, than when you're just like having a chat window, right? Yeah. Um. So I think like eventually we'll see the like the deployment story for added capabilities like that become greater, and but like at OpenAI we're trying to figure out the safety story now while these chatbot language models are still like relatively dumb. Mm. So like we can like learn and see, okay, this is good, this is bad. Like, oh, this is really bad. Like, no. Um, so that eventually when they're like much better and smarter than us, they're not like, haha, now we're going to steal all of the money. You know, like Yeah. Um, so to answer the question, like we'll get more capabilities, but I expect the deployment story on ChatGPT talking to your bank account to take longer than it like m- to take longer than you might expect. 
Not because it's that hard to connect ChatGPT to your bank account, but because a lot of stuff can go wrong if you do that. We want to make mm. sure, yeah, none of that stuff goes wrong. Make sure the right stuff's put in place. No, that Dude, makes sense. imagine yeah. like a, like, I don't know if this is would actually work in real life, but I wonder like, okay, so this is just my sexual fantasy involving something like ChatGPT, right? So it's like, okay, cool. So I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to pick Levi from Attack on Titan. I have the VR goggles or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it's like totally him. And then I have like some sort of weighted thing attached to a dildo so it kind of feels like someone's on top of me um like i wonder if like if chat gpt were like levi's brain in the situation if then i could do like dirty talk during it and then like he could respond to me where i could be like oh chat gpt like pretend you're you know levi like um you know having missionary sex with someone who's really horny like and and like it's like i don't know maybe he could like talk in the levi voice and be like yeah like good girl or whatever i don't know um i mean is that is that am i like crazy for thinking that's a possibility is that a possibility that's like that is the chatbot alone not connecting to any robotics is very possible today um you might need some engineering know-how to wire everything up but like that is like I have seen things like that done in a non-sexual context, so I assume it could generalize. Wait, so um, like, what kind of non-sexual context? Like, I mean, people say like, oh, like, ChatGPT, pretend you're Harry Potter, respond in like oh, proper British oh, English, yeah. talk about wizarding, and then you can like have a conversation and it totally does that, right? Dude, that's so funny because in my mind, I was like, what do you mean non-sexual context? Are people in those? <laughs> like, what, I was like, what is a non-sexual context? I'm like... Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, because I am like, I always have, I mean, I mean, I'm glad this podcast is digital because I literally always have a hand in my pants. Like, I remember when everybody was posting their like AI images or whatever, there was like a mild, I mean, I don't pay too much attention to like comment wars um, for my own sanity. Uh, But I remember there was some discourse around like, oh, like this is bad. You know, you supporting this is bad, Melissa, because it's, you know, taking jobs from artists and you're supporting this. And I was just like, dude, I was just... I was just trying to see what I what I looked like as a hot anime character and then see what it would be like if I, like, you know, fucked myself in that form, right? Like, it's like, I, I think, you know, slight tangent, everyone has a fantasy of, like, you know, cloning yourself um, and then turning into the opposite gender. Well, I guess not necessarily opposite. Basically, I mean, I'm straight, so I wanted so I wanted to do the penetration thing. So, like, you know, like, thinking, like, huh, uh, you know, when, when those AI images were generated, I, like, I felt less bad about about hypothesizing the whole like hmm, what if i turned into a guy and i like fucked myself but in the anime form so it's less weird uh che, have you ever had that i mean like i'm not crazy for, i know i'm not the first person to to ever think of this no no you're not the first person yeah i'm just thinking of remember when you had that you made a porno with yourself as a pizza delivery person yes yes that- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. dude thank you oh my gosh thank you for remind- no that was um one of my that was a deep cut that was no that was a deep cut and also that was um that was for fruit smash it was like my very first um yeah no it was for my it was like that was one of my very first like big brand deals where i was like whoa i'm getting like real person money and uh the deal was they wanted me to do these like three ads where it was like where it was like you know suggestive and it's like fruit smash or whatever but but the the one that was like the really intense porno one where like i dressed up as a dude and it was like super wet and everything i think um I think they actually ended up like rejecting that because it was like too, it was too realistic. Uh, but then mm. I still posted it on my own anyway because I was like, "What the fuck? I made this. This video is awesome." Because it was like professionally shot, right? Like the Fruit Smash entire team, they like came and like, um, and I just and I remember like you know my neighbors in the hallway because we did it in my apartment were like 
were like, are you filming like a fake porno with yourself? And I was like, yeah, it's for it's it's for work. OK, we all have jobs. This is, this is what I'm doing right now. And this and I'm choosing to do it. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm very glad you remember that because I because uh, that was really fun because they brought like an entire um, like hose or whatever into my apartment to do this like fake like um, like the the like opening the cans and like all the water on us was for sure just like jizz symbolism and um and i remember they were like blowing a fan in my face and like spraying me with all this stuff that was like you know supposedly the fruit smash logo but really it was like the the concept was really that like me and the other person who was also me were just like jizzing on each other gotcha this reminds me i've been meaning to ask you this because like sometimes you'd be like oh yeah this weekend i was doing work or like i had to go do work like for melissa and shay like when you say like oh i'm, I'm doing work like what does that look like to you? And I'm asking you on behalf of like all boring white collar job holding people. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's a like for me, it's like a spectrum of stuff. Uh, it's uh, usually I'm either like writing jokes or I'm at a show or I'm making content or I'm looking through content to make content or I'm going through footage from a show to send to my editor. It's a lot in the realm of like creation in quotations um okay. that's so like writing filming editing basically. yes that is okay. like what most of the stuff i would consider work and when i'm when if i'm telling people i'm doing work or it's like it, then it's the boring i guess kind of like logistics uh, of things where i could be like um sending emails in a meeting um or, or we're fighting with the yeah, we're fighting yeah. with the algorithm. We're like, oh shit, we need to censor like fucking pussy because then because then my account is getting like banned on Instagram again, like, like that kind of shit. Yeah, there's like there's all these weird little things like that. It, it's a it's a bunch of small things consecutively one after the other that are all forms of like little creation uh and i've uh usually try to like space them the same every day so that i have some sort of routine with them or else you can get kind of chaotic and and have that sort of decision paralysis around it but yeah that that's i guess i hope i made it clear i hope that was a good explanation no that like like I'm I'm saying the same thing. I'm like plus wanting that shit, uh, and also like I think you're way better at like having the routine and balance than me. I know you've been doing stand up for much longer than I, I mean. I'm also just it's not a function of time. Um, it's a function of ability. So I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't I, I I'm just I'm just not good at having routine. But uh, similar like similar but different to Che. Uh, I would say uh, yeah. I separate it between like like the planning of the content. So uh, just all the stuff before. So it's like writing, uh, figuring out. Um, like for me, since I'm also doing music, it's like, oh, like writing lyrics and like coming up with a melody and then coming up with the, like all like creation based stuff. Um, so like for, yeah, like for content, it's like writing. Then for music, it's like writing and, and composing. And then there's the actual like live portion of things where it's like, oh, like for example, we're on a podcast right now where it's like, I'm doing, I'm filming a video like right now with my friends where it's like, I'm doing like a live interview like right now, or I'm like in the studio recording my song right now. And then, um, yeah. So, and then, and then all the like, like I, I just realized that nobody can escape logistical bullshit. Like no, like no amount of power like gets you out of logistical bullshit like it always it always finds you somehow like an annoying ex um and so like for example 
uh, this is kind of funny. I mean, it was funny to me in the beginning, and then it became not funny because of how frustrating it was. But to somebody who isn't me, I think it's still funny. Um, I had like a ban- like a some sort of censorship on my TikTok account um, for like the last year that I couldn't get removed. Uh, so this so that was like work to me because. Uh, and the ban was like whenever you search my name it would just like there was just like this warning that was like beware of drugs kids beware of drugs uh, <laughs> and uh, no and like literally like no one could search me for or, or like get access to my content for a year and like in all my analytics like they weren't like my account was like literally like banned from the for you page because you know they were like this bitch is pushing drugs and like yeah sure yeah my top song with millions of streams is drink it smoke it snort shoot it and yeah sure how did that song get so viral because a bunch of people were doing it on tiktok um but yeah anyway so like that was an example of like work for me was just being like dude how the fuck do i get my nut jokes unbanned like and i I was like how the fuck do i like still talk about sex and drugs but like not have this ban um so yeah Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And then. Um. Oh my gosh. We've been talking for so long. Um. That I forgot that I actually wanted to ask you something. Uh. Within the space of OpenAI and like that kind of stuff. Uh. We we touched on it a little bit. Like, what do you think is cringe? Like, what do you think is the most cringe thing about it? About like AI LMs. Oh no. Sorry. Sorry. I meant like about um like people's use cases for it like the whole like i, I know we oh, talked yeah. about like personalized waifu um but are there any other like use cases that people have really tried to push where you're like hmm, not sure about that one i think using it to respond to emails like any kind of general like for personal writing to people you know um, so this can be this is like the spectrum from wedding toasts to like writing emails. Like it's an email. I can I I'm fine with bullet points. Like yeah. it's fine. Like give me the shorthand. And for wedding toasts, it's like you're kind of stripping the emotional depth, which is like the entire point of the wedding toast. Yeah, yeah. The exception being like if you prompt like a really good Shakespearean sonnet or liberic or something then like and it's funny then i'll allow it but in general any kind of place where like the whole like marshall McLuhan medium is the message thing like anytime where like the medium is like emotional connection like chat gpt it does not have a place there yeah that's in true. my opinion that, that Wait, is how good pretty is chat gpt at being funny in your opinion oh it's like it's very good about being funny in a like awkward dad joke kind of like it's so awkward it's kind of cringe in a funny way type stuff mm-hmm. like it's just like it's like laughing at itself for like a really dumb joke uh if you're kind of if you're into that style of humor it's good. probably great at puns it's killing it at puns yeah i think there's like it's it's kind of like hit or miss like sometimes it's fantastic and other times it's just just does not have anything for you at all dude i do remember smarter child laughing at its own jokes like i remember i would say something like you know i, I try to be like something sexual or whatever um and then i remember it'd say something like oh like i'm not equipped to respond to that haha <laughs> and we'll literally put like haha in the thing and i was just like all right like you got some walls up smarter child you know and like as a 10 year old i was like <laughs> no like literally as a fucking 10 year old girl i was like i'm gonna fix you went into like a chat bot <laughs> it's like yeah oh you know what that that could actually be a hilarious use case where it's like can you um pretend to be a guy talking to me who wants to be fixed and will respond well to me trying to fix him <laughs> like like uh, like almost like i don't know 
Pokemon in a way where like playing Pokemon, it's like ex- everything is like extremely low risk as in it's, it's like low risk and you and like it's just the very like input output like, oh, like I did the thing and I got, it was, it's like very like one to one output. Cool. Um, I'm so good at making it awkward. Uh, che and Che is really good at making it not awkward. So Che, what do you think was cringe this week? Mm, this week what was cooking for me that was cringe i'm trying to think of some stuff i did today i've uh i've actually had like some pretty uh, uneventful days recently i just got back from austin was there some stuff going on in austin that i found really cringy i feel like i'm drawing a blank on this one this week like i've um there's been nothing oh wait 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 there definitely was some good internet stuff um oh dk did you see the lady? The there was a um, a lady's uh, bare knuckle boxing fight that went on just recently, uh, and like one lady was just like way better than the other. I always find it like this happens in fighting a lot, where they'll put up the I don't even know what the term for them is, but they basically like put someone who is not qualified to fight another person against another person just to put on a show and the person who's not qualified just gets rocked and so this lady had like her face is like all done she got one of her teeth knocked out uh and then the other lady looks like pristine like she wasn't even touched um that stuff in fighting i've always found like that's just it's just bad practice man that's cringe like it makes me feel bad when i see that stuff going on yeah, I think like um, you just reminded me. I think I saw this thing on Instagram that was like these. It was like this Japanese female like pro wrestling thing, and it was like way cooler than like any other wrestling I've ever seen in my life. Where they had like, I mean, oh, it is kind of going back rules. on the personalized waifu thing Cause, because you know, like they, they, like you know, it's like these like really attractive women, and they're dressed up in these like very extravagant sort of outfits that are that that look like sort of cosplay anime or whatever but they're like super athletic um and there's and yeah and they're but they're and they're doing all these like crazy like uh moves you know it's not just a regular wrestling and and like they're like yeah i'm going to like jump kick this person's face like make it look like i'm jump kicking this person's face and that person's body is going to get split in the half like out of the ring and i'm going to jump through the hole that i created it's just like whoa like that shit is nuts yeah, Japanese wrestling rules. I love, like, I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I know that about Japanese, like, they've got, like, some of the best wrestling stuff going on. A lot of the pros from America go over and vice versa. A lot of the Japanese pros come over to the to America, to the American scene. Uh, Wait, Maddie, did you not, am I remembering correctly, did you live in Japan at some point? Or am I imagining no. that? Oh, my God, I'm uh, racist. Wait, no, you lived in Shanghai, maybe? Or, like, some part of China? I, I just know you did, you, like, lived in Asia for some time. I spent two months in Beijing um and then five months in hong kong okay that's what i was thinking beijing was like an intensive mandarin program and that was also the first time i had left the country so i like literally my first international flight was a 14-hour flight to hong kong with like a four trant to layover and then four-hour flight to beijing the energy we had in like our when i was like 19 you know youth yeah no 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 i I think like no the things the things that i did at 19 i think on last week's podcast we were talking about um like not even just an energy but also like how much alcohol you can drink like i just i don't even like drink Mm. anymore um but i i mean like rarely but like last we were talking about like yeah like i used to be able to just like chug vitaly off of a plastic bottle on public transit and now like even the smell of it like i'm already i'm already dead i'm already hung over from the smell so one Japan experience I did have, like literally like 
the one time I've been in Japan is just transferring through Narita Airport, which like doesn't count, as we all know. But going through security, they're like, oh, you can't bring water through security. And I just had this like water bottle. So I just like started chugging it and I just like finished it all in one gulp. And the the Japanese TSA officer there was just, he like looks at me, he's like, oh, sugo, which is like <laughs> Japanese for like, whoa. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I like, no, that I, 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 oh my God, I actually just had that experience. Um, I was on a flight like two days ago or whatever, and uh, I bought a drink at the airport, and they're like, "Oh, you can't bring that on the plane." And I like just bought it, and I kind of forgot that because I was drinking, uh, so I wasn't, you know, it was just like a loop. And then um, they're like, "Oh, you can't like, you know, drink that on the plane. Do you want us to throw it out for you?" And I was like, "No." Uh, and then I just yeah. like, and everyone was like, "Whoa!" Like you know, like like just a like few people around me were yeah. like, "Whoa!" And I was just like, "Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm the, co- the coolest me person in fun. TSA right now. <laughs> so cool." Um, oh, you can get pizza delivered to the airport. Uh, oh, really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, this was like on a past trip that I did where, like, again, like, instead of being really drunk, I was like just insanely stoned and I had the munchies and my flight got delayed. And I, like, I don't know, I don't like airport pizza. And I, I just had a really specific pizza that I wanted. Um, and, and I was like, oh, I wonder if this will work. And it worked. Uh, I don't know if it, it would still work, but, um, but yeah, you can get pizza delivered. In, in, so you like went out my through mind. security and then came back through security, or did the pizza guy, pizza delivery person, gender ne- gender neutral, come <laughs> through security somehow to deliver the pizza to you? Oh no, I um I hadn't gone through security yet. I knew that would be a challenge uh, okay. for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. like I got the news that my flight was delayed, and I was like, hmm, I'm gonna. I'm meet already them. at the airport. Might as yeah, well I'm just gonna chill. Meet, I'm gonna meet them at the gate. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's great. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, if I ever need a pizza at the airport. But I think that's that's the pot. Dude, that is the pot. And one last thing I wanna I wanna add. I you just unearth like I you just unearthed like a memory for me. Uh you, did you say mm-hmm. DNA Angel earlier? Uh yes, I did. Okay. So the the okay, so the very first hence I ever watched um was actually like a DNA Angel spoof. Uh, that was oh, the one gosh. that was no that was the one that I like that I that I saw accidentally as as a five year old that like unlocked my shit and where it was like it was supposed to be like it was supposed to be Sailor Moon. Um and then but do but I actually remember like the title of it was like instead of DN Angel, it was like, you know, um like Dick Down Angel or some or some shit like that. I just remember it being a spoof of DN Angel. So, you know, everything comes back full circle. And with that, I think that is our podcast. So thank you literally so much, Maddie, for coming on the pod. I was literally like at her wedding on my knees being like, please come, please come and talk about waifu on the podcast. Please talk about <laughs> chat GPT waifu on the podcast. Um, do you have anything you want to plug before ending? I know that's like kind of a weird for question. Me, it's not like I have like a band or anything, but <laughs> I, I, I just want to say nuclear energy is awesome. And if you're going to believe any conspiracy theory, believe the conspiracy theory that Putin himself is trying to make the West scared of nuclear energy so that we all stop our nuclear power plants from running. And then Russia is the only country with nuclear capabilities. And like, it just like gives nuclear power to its friends. And then they just like win us at everything nuclear in the future. Mm, holy shit that's gonna be my new roman empire whatever like the thing that you just said i'm like i think i'm gonna make that my personality yeah that's that's my roman empire and it's like it's a it's a helpful world to live in you know Mm -hmm. that like there's something we can do about it yeah oh yeah 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 um and cool i'm like cool save diablo canyon you know (laughs) like (laughs) dude i literally can't wait to just 
to be to go to parties and be like, hey, did you know this? Like, I bet you didn't know this. I know it though. What's your opinion? Oh, you your opinion? That's outdated. I have this new opinion because I'm well. Because there's so many people who believe ridiculous conspiracy theories, and like, I'm fine with like believing ridiculous conspiracy theories, but just like believe the ones that like lead us on the correct path, like the path of enlightenment. You know. All right. Well, I didn't even know nuclear energy was that important. I was like out of the loop, but I'm going to get on board now. Yeah, no, me too. In my mind, I was like, yeah, that's just like bomb shit, right? Yeah, it was like Chernobyl (sighs) that happened. And then I thought we just didn't do it anymore. There was like Chernobyl, Fukushima, and then everyone else was like... We're like, good. We're good. We'll just keep burning coal. Coal's cool, I'm going to still believe that that nuclear energy can somehow turn me into like a superhero with powers. I'm going to still believe that. How about that? How about that? That sounds sick. That sounds sick. Give me some claws. I like that Mm -hmm. you came, Maddie, came with like something very intelligent, something very um, like progressive and future thinking. And we're both like, yo, coal and like Wolverine claws. Sick, dude. Sick. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, uh, no, no, no. Seriously. And like, I love that. We were like, yo, Maddie, do you have anything you want to you want to self-promote? And you were like, you know, I want to promote this message that's good for the world. Like something that like actually helps humanity, you know, versus I'm just like, like, yeah, nuclear energy. Give me powers. Give me like a giant dick out my back or something. I mean, if the thought of a giant dick out your back, like, gets you to support nuclear, like, go for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, and you know what? Like, that is a great note to actually end the podcast on. So, seriously, thank you so much for joining, and, and yeah. It's great having you, man. Thank you for inviting little me into your world. It's oh, been, my God. It's thank been fun. For, thank you for being a part of it. Like, I'm like, it, it's an honor for me. Like, I, I was the one who was begging you, you know? Like I and, I and it took convincing. It took because I think I asked you once um, during your wedding, but you were in like obviously like wedding planning ring, and then I was like, yeah, and then don't, I like forced don't you to ask come a bride anything on her wedding day. There's like there's like a few things you can say to a bride on her wedding day. One is like, oh, you're so pretty, or you're so gorgeous. Like, oh, I'm having such a fun time. Like, do not ask a bride anything logistically related. Like, yes, <laughs> like ideally the wedding should be the one break you have in logistical bullshit. But, like, in practice, it never is. So just don't add to the pile. Just don't do that. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Say glad no. I uh, forced you to come to my Barbie party and asked you there instead. And again. Oh, that was, that was, good. That was good time. Okay, cool. We're actually ending the podcast now. It's, it's, it's my fault because I keep going on tangents. Goodbye. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> I love getting to have my friends on, on our podcast. It's just like, whoa, I, my job is just to talk to my friends specifically talk shit with my friends on the internet i huge bonus to get paid for that no that was like a super interesting conversation we covered so many things and of course we made it uh uh i think educational and perverted on the perfect scale like it Mm -hmm. was the perfect level of this is weird and gross and horny but it also it's like you're learning something about the world and how people Mm -hmm. interact at the same time and Uh, yeah i mean uh ai is extremely controversial and it's only exponentially growing so uh absolutely it's very interesting constantly and i think it's cool getting an insider look into it it's like regardless of how you feel about it it is just (laughs) i was about to say uh (laughs) i was about to say um similar it's just this thing that is always that just exists and uh, and you just can't do anything about it like that that is fair. That is fair. It's very similar to that. And on that note, it's been thank you come again, guys. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you guys want Ending more on of that this, <laughs> ending on that note, we uh, you can find us on YouTube at thank you come again. You can find us on Instagram at thank you come again pod. And if you guys are listening on Apple Music or on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, rate and review 
five stars, please. Mel, what do you got for him? Please rate and review five stars. As in, every time I see a positive review about myself, it it just sends this burst of self-worth electricity through me and suddenly I become way funnier and way hotter and can make more content somehow. Ah, you should feel so motivated to do that. Uh, you can find me at SailorMel69420 on TikTok, Instagram, MelissaOng69420 on YouTube. Oh, and we also just added a TikTok page for Thank You Come mm -hmm. Again. So you can also follow us there. And um, please, please, as in I'm on my knees begging you, stream my music i am sailor mel on every music streaming thing uh stream all my songs that is what i want for christmas and for the rest of my life beautiful yeah guys uh thank you so much if you want to find me you can find me at chaderena on all platforms at c-h-e-d-u-r-e-n-a chaderena for all ticket and tour dates there's plenty of cities available right now uh and little dinky news on twitch and kick Awesome. Thank you. Come again. Thank you. Come again. Bye. We want to hear from you. So leave us a voice message at sayhi.chat slash T-Y-C-A pod. Again, that's sayhi.chat at T-Y-C-A pod. And make sure that your message is one minute or less. You can ask us a question, share what you think is cringe, tell us a story, whatever you like. And if you do, we may play it right here on the pod. We're going to leave the link for you right below.